Hello, this is Magenta Giraffes with me, Simona Roy, recording this on April 24th, 2022. Hello, everyone. I made the mistake last week of saying that this episode, I would know what a week of work would have been like, but that was incorrect. This last week was my last week of freedom, as I like to say, before starting my new gig, which is tomorrow on the 25th. And I, my goal for today is just trying not to lose my mind and not to uh, scream. Although screaming is good, uh, I don't really feel the need to scream now because I would. But I, um, I, I'm just going through the changes, and you know, I'm not talking about menopause. Although who knows if that's around the corner at this point? I have no idea. But. Uh, (laughs) I'm just, you know, I'm going through a really big transition and not only just the job, but parts, you know, starting to partially live in the apartment away from my dad. Uh, There's a lot going on um, internally. I just feel like a lot of churning turmoil that's like slowly like moving its way through to the surface. So, uh, you know, it's kind of made me feel a little bit more reticent. Like when I'm talking to my friends, I really don't want to talk about anything too deep um, because I'm just trying to process it myself or not process it. You know, I think maybe that's what I'm doing is not processing it because I'm always fucking processing, you know, and sometimes I just don't want to. And I just want to, you know, be in my cave. I think that I'm feeling this weird, momentous occasion. It's kind of like moving, you know, across the country or to do to a new place, you just kind of feel like my life is never going to be the same. And that's how I'm feeling. And I don't like it. I already had that big moment last year, when my mom passed away. My life is never going to be the same. So but this was self imposed, I didn't have to do this. Um, So it's my own fault. But, you know, I think I'm also being a little dramatic because it's just another job and I'm back and forth in the city all the time. So it's not like I'm moving to L.A. So um, but I feel like this is the end of something and the beginning of something or some, you know, and so I think that's why I'm feeling really out of sorts and. I don't know. I don't know. I think also, uh, who knows how long this episode's going to be, but I'm going to keep it shorter, I think, just because I, it's hard. It's hard to be on this mic and talking about my feelings when the last thing I want to do is talk about my feelings. But this is the agreement that I made with myself to do this. Nobody else imposes on me. I don't know who's even listening, but this is what I signed up for. So I'm just trying to uh, be committed as commitment is really important to me in all aspects of life, even though sometimes it's hard for me to commit. I'll say it. It's not an easy thing, but I try to hold myself to the fire. So... Anyways, I'll start off with some kind of cool things. Uh, in Towards like the mid to end of the week, uh, middle of the week, Wednesday and Thursday, two different friends sent me texts that I received right as I woke up. 
and they were texts saying that they saw magenta giraffes. One of them was from my friend Liz, and she said uh, she works with children, and so one of the kids just um, all of a sudden was like, I'm going to draw a pink giraffe out of nowhere, and then proceeded to take like the magenta marker out of the box and start drawing. So she was like, yep, that's like pretty clear as day. So she texted me that. And then the next day, my friend Katie sent me like this uh, internet meme of this magenta giraffe as a therapist to all these Disney princesses. And I had seen this like last year because my friend Marvin had sent it to me. But the fact that like it's going around again and she saw it and sent it to me and resent it. So I don't know. I think my mom is trying to communicate or, you know, I was talking to Liz about this. I was like, I hope she's not trying to warn me about something because I'm dense and I can't pick up on the warning, whatever it is. But I'm trying not to be negative, Nancy. No offense to Nancy's. It's probably just her telling me that she's with me. And and then last night I had a dream and she was just all in my dream. It was actually closer to this morning. And she came back to life. She wasn't dead long. So it was like she was pronounced dead, but then she, she came back to life. And I guess the question I had was what soul in that in inhabited inhabited? I think that's how you pronounce the word, inhabited her body. Uh, and because I wasn't sure if it was really her, but it was her. Like I kept seeing evidence that it was her. Like it was the same mannerisms, the same person. So it was really confusing. And her name needed to change because she was a new person, I guess, because she came back from the dead and she couldn't be Uma anymore. So she was um, Kamal which is my grandmother's middle or first name, I think. I don't even know what my grandmother's name was because I just called her mama. Like, why do I need to know what her real name was? Um, but I think in Bengali it's pronounced Kamal. But anyways, I just like everybody's calling her Kamal. So <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what that means. But she was very much my mom. We were in Binghamton, I think. And I was taking voice lessons or something. And my voice teacher was like, yeah, all these women really love um, taking voice lessons. I think one of the women taking it, taking lessons was like Olivia Cole. Uh, Is it Cole or Coleman? You know who I'm talking about. The great British actress who's amazing, who I'm, you know, who's was in Broadchurch and stuff. So uh, she was taking voice lessons. And uh, so Mary Lou, my voice teacher in Binghamton, was telling all of us, the three of us, me, my dad and my mom, that they are coming five days a week for voice lessons. And I was like, five days a week? That's crazy. And um, and I was like, I only went once a week. And that's because I'm a really good singer so, or something like that. And I, I don't know why people laughed, but they did. It was not even a funny joke. So, but she was very much alive, very much being my mom. Only thing different was her name because she was already pronounced dead. So they couldn't keep the name. I don't know. Very strange. Again, I don't know if it's my subconscious or her who is bringing her like front and center in my brain. I don't know. I just have been kind of feeling like on the verge of tears this whole week. And I don't know why, like, I'm holding them in, probably because I just don't want to, like, 
I don't want to feel anything. I don't remember what I was watching, but there was like some show that kept like repeating that you like, or was it a book? I don't know. But like, you don't really work uh, a day in your life if you enjoy what you do. And, you know, it's such a privilege to be able to like your job, (laughs) you know, and like really believe that that's what you were meant to do in life. And I can't help but be very envious of it because I still have to work to work (laughs) and work to survive. And I'm just kind of angry about it. I don't know about you guys because, you know, this isn't um, a unique perspective I'm having here. I'm just really, I think, grappling with the injustice of it all. Why is it that most of us can't do what we love or are not allowed to do what we love or aren't given the opportunities to do what we love? You know, it really bothers me. And it's um one of my friend's daughters. I think the kid is like five, six. I don't know how old kids are. Okay. I don't have kids. I never know how old they are unless they like tell me repeatedly which kids do. But I haven't seen her its daughter in a while, so she hasn't told me how old she is. Anyways, she has um she has a thing where she's always talking about how everything is unfair or that's unfair and this is unfair. And I think, you know, that is how I have always felt in my life. Like, this is unfair. Why is this unfair? But, you know, as I've gotten older, you know, I just say to myself, like, well, nobody said anything was going to be fair. Life is anything but fair. We all know this. And as an adult, you can kind of just learn to live with it. I'm not even saying accept it, but learn to live with it. Because what else are you going to do? You drive yourself crazy by just seeing like that everything is unfair. So, but um, I think that as I'm going to this new day job, I'm really just... I just wish I didn't have to do anything like that. But, you know, I'm not the first person. I'm not going to be the last person. And I am going to a better place. I think a place that I will feel more supported. So I think those are going to make things more palatable and easier for me. But it's not like after having three weeks of doing nothing and not really spending my time doing anything productive or using it well, um, it really is hard to like, think about working again. (laughs) But I'm an adult. I am responsible. I will work because what's the alternative? Like really struggling because I don't have any money and have to rely on my poor dad who's like in the twilight of his life and shouldn't have to like worry about money at all. (sighs) We already know life is unfair. It's not something that I should dwell on personally, because then I'll go crazy. Because I really, I really like to be fair. I like fairness. I like, you know, equality. I I like everybody having their own turn. You know, it's kind of ingrained in my personality. So life sometimes is jarring and gets in the way of that. And, you know, with all, all the emotions that I'm having, I've had a really I've I've been on edge this week and I have unfortunately been taking it out of my dad because he's the closest one to me and also like I don't know like since my threshold is low I just 
I just am like really getting annoyed and angry very easily. And it's not, it doesn't take, you know, a rocket scientist to figure it out of why I'm like totally freaked out about starting a new gig and, you know, going through all of that. And, you know, as I say every day, my freedom is ending. Um, and again, like, what did I do with my freedom? Not much. <laughs> so, I mean, that's, that's another thing I should really look at. And, you know, left to my own devices, it is hard for me to be totally disciplined. So it's fine. I'm fine. This is life. This is me trying to, you know, rally myself, I guess. Um, also, I do better in a routine. I know that. So once I get into routine, I'll actually like be way more productive. But like, who cares? Like, I'm always like wanting to be productive, blah, blah, blah. I just like, like I said, let me go to my cave and not do anything. And like, just to be. Why do I have to be productive? Why do I have to do anything? Why do I have to like, be a person in society? I don't know. What has society done for me? Not much. Not much. <laughs> it's a weird episode. Uh, but yeah, so I'm taking out all my anger on my dad and I feel really bad about it, but I can't help it. And, you know, part of it is like, I feel really bad about being angry at him sometimes because like, well, what if like, whatever I say in anger is the last thing I say to him because, you know, death is always on my mind. If you didn't know that death is always on my mind and lurking around the corner in my head, uh, well, it is. So, you know, I always think like, well, what if I yelled at him and like, that's the last thing that ever that I ever said to him. And granted, you know, I mean, kind of the last thing I ever said to my mom wasn't like magical at all. Like she was super confused and I was trying to get her into the car. And like, even though she was really tiny and frail, like people are fucking heavy. So I was just trying with all my strength to like just kind of get her in the car. And she like was not, um, she was confused. She didn't understand. And she was not happy with me. And, you know, the last thing she said to me was like, you're going to kill me. Like by like, you know, kind of manhandling her. And, um, I don't really think about that often because it's like she was not in her right mind and she didn't understand that we needed to get her to the hospital. So I did whatever I could to get her to the hospital, which, you know, wasn't really all that helpful at the end of the day, but it was still the right decision. I still believe it was the right decision. So, and then we FaceTimed one other time and she didn't recognize me. Does any of that negate like our relationship? No. So if I were to say something in anger to my dad, and that's the last thing I said to him, I don't like there's enough love. There's enough I love yous to know that like that's not what and either of us would hold on to. But yet I always feel guilty about like being angry because it's also, he's my only parent. I'm supposed to be more mature. I'm supposed to be together, like a put together person. And I just get annoyed when like he doesn't know how to save down a photo on a computer to send it. <laughs> but I, you know, I, I talked to him and it's like, look, I'm sorry that like I've been short with you. And he's like, well, if you're not going to be short with me, who are you going to be short with? Like, 
I'm the closest person to you. You're allowed, you know? So, um, he understands and there was no apologies needed, but I just, you know, I feel like I should be better than this. I don't know. I don't know about anything. I don't, you know, I don't know how I'll feel next week. Hopefully this week will be okay. I mean, I've been in, I've been in a few, you know, new day situations, new work day situations. So I know I'll be okay. Like, what's, what are they going to do? Like, take me to a torture chamber and torture me for like five hours? Well, eight, because it's, you know, eight hour day. But um, no, I don't think that's going to happen. But I think the, the way that I get tortured is like, I don't like being wrong. And I like knowing what to do. So in that respect, like, I might be tortured because I'm not going to know how to do anything and I will probably be wrong a few times. So I don't know. Look, I I think more so the anxiety about starting the new thing and not knowing and whatever, that's not bothering me. I think what's bothering me is that I feel like I'm going into another soul sucking situation of like, this is still not what I want to do with my life. And here I am having to like make these decisions to survive, like everyone else, because life is unfair. We don't all get to do what we want to do. And we have responsibilities, blah, blah, blah. I think that's what I'm grappling with. I think that's why I'm very upset. And then also like my mom is running around in my mind constantly, which makes me more emotional. And that's where I'm at this week. I I don't think I've got anything to say. I don't want to put a positive spin on anything. This is where I am. I'm like at the precipice of something new. And I do think that like, I don't doubt that this is the right move for me. But um, I don't know. I just part of me does and doesn't want to fast forward the next five years, you know, because like, you know, what if in five years, I don't have my dad. So I don't want to fast forward. But then I don't want to just I just hope that this isn't the rest of my life. I hope you guys are having a great week. Uh, sorry, this is such a downer. But this is it. This is my life unfiltered. And um, all I'll say is bye. <laughs>